Whoa. Let me just say, my egg rolls are nothing but frisky. <laughs> All right. Okay. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Ducky? Hello, welcome back to the Roast Mortem Podcast, your uncle's favorite podcast. Yes. I'm Tom. Yes. Wait, you know my uncle? Shut up. I'm Travis. I'm not an uncle. I know all of your uncles. I'm your designated Cody for the evening. Who do we have here? I'm Mike, and I know some uncles. <gasps> Wait, who? What the fuck? Who are you? When'd you, when'd you get here? What's up? What happened? Just get to leave? Fell through a trap door into that. You just seat? get to leave and well, then Tom, show up. We got to get like a bouncer or something. <laughs> He's like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Who lets the riffraff in? Cold shoulder. What the hell, dude? My shoulders are always cold because I'm a mountain of a man. Keeps him toned. Keeps him taut. So I'm gonna start. With, I'm gonna start with Mike. How was your week? Oh, uh-huh. how was your month? I don't even fucking know. Fantastic. <laughs> it's just fantastic. So much stuff all the time. It's just so busy. You know. Oh, that's cool. Be nice. islands and stuff. How many kickflips you do? Be too, realistic. Too many. It's a waste of time. All right. So. <laughs> I wonder if they have like a pedometer setting for kickflips done instead of like. Now, so. If you don't have an endorsement by the age of fourteen, you're wasting your time. <laughs> Try again. Just wasted time. Try again. Yeah. And then if you're still doing it by the age of forty-four, you're Tony Hawk or a homeless man. Dude, I'm tone. I'm toned hawk. I'm like a hawk with buff like abs. Anthony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> You have one fat ab. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a, a, a man woman. You're yeah. pregnant it's all the time. Yeah, but I'm like a it's hawk. It's not a six pack, it's a keg. But I'm like a hawk, though. It's a majestic. It's like a big ab. And <gasps> How are you aerodynamic yeah. with that configuration? Don't worry about it, Cody. Shut up. Okay. How was your week? Decent. Good. Cool. Did a lot of research. Same here, except without research, but spots. Heavy hole, doing a lot of that. Heavy hole's good. Uh, How are uh, we? Yeah. Let's move along, you know, because no one wants to hear about that. Yeah, Unless just move along. some of our listeners from Heavy Hole want to listen to me talk about Heavy Hole, but that's different. Yeah. yeah. Totally welcome. Heavy holes. Okay, so we'll get right into it because uh, Mike's here and, you know, he's, <coughs> eager, he's uh, <coughs> eager to learn. Sounds good. <coughs> Who did the research? I did it. I did the research. <coughs> hey, friends. <coughs> friends. Hi. Travis, how's your week? Oh, thanks, Cody. My week was fantastic. Yeah. I bought a second lobster. I'm glad. Oh, you bought another lobster. Yeah, I I don't know if I mentioned on the show. I bought one lobster. I thought he crawled out of the tank. Oh, you mentioned it. I did. I don't know if it was on the show. It's gone. Yeah. But then I bought this second lobster. I cleared my whole tank. I was like, where the fuck my lobster go? It must be like running around all over my apartment. At the time, I had mice, so I'm assuming the mice ate the lobster. But you still not, have mice. not the other way around. No, I killed all the mice and I killed my lobster. But I then I got a new got lobster, and he dug up the old lobster, which was hiding under the like gravel. Oh, he found and Waldo. Ate it. He found Waldo. He ate, ate the him. other lobster. Oh my! So thank you for asking me about my week. I don't care Cody. about <laughs> anything so you just said. Welcome. All right, Cody. How was your mortician? <laughs> The person we have on the Chopping Slab Mortician's block tonight. We are roasting a man. A man who ran soup kitchens during the Great Depression, handed out donuts and coffee to the unemployed. 
is responsible for expiration dates on dairy products and ensured inner city school children were fed and warm. Is this Barney? It is not Barney. Wait, Cody, that sounds like all good or things. Sounds like a good guy. Does it? Yeah. Because tonight we're roasting the one and only Alphonse Gabrielle Capone, a.k.a. Al Capone. A.K.A. the Untouchable Snorky. You mean that bald man with big lips? <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, he was bald for a reason, by the way. Wait, he's a Snorky. Uh, untouchable Snorky. That's <laughs> what he liked to call himself. Snorky. Uh, yep. I'm Al Capone, the Untouchable Snorky. Now what's a Snorky? We'll get into that. It's a funny sounding word, but it, it had a it had a definition back in the day. It's just mm. a little snork. It's silly. <laughs> Snorky. He likes to dive deep sea diving or something like that. That's snorkeler. Oh, snorkely. Snorkelist. Yeah. Like yes. I like that. Okay, so burning question. You all know Al Capone is shit, but we're going to tell you how he was special shit. Shit you might not know he was. I mean, it sounds like he's a good guy. I like him because he wasn't. he wasn't. I'm from New York, and that's what you do. You're from New York. You like Al Capone. It's, you have to do it. You like a murderer. Or you get, or you, they, they put you in Pennsylvania if you don't like him. It's on the census. He was put in Pennsylvania. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so good at this. So excited to learn. <laughs> Let's do a little setup first. The first thing I want you to know about your boy Alphonse Capone is he was a blathering idiot outright. He was a dumb fuck with untreated syphilis. Uh-huh. And Travis, what happens when you have untreated syphilis? Uh, you kind of get like really cool, and then your body rots. <laughs> yep, basically walking around like, yeah, I got laid. <laughs> yeah, at like least this. Once. At least once, <laughs> at least I got once. this. Yeah. Guess what, ladies? My body's rotting, but that's just because I'm experienced. Your body's rotting. Your head's <laughs> it's kind, rotting. It's kind of like it's kind of like when people use that touch of gray. It's like a touch oh, of syphilis. Touch of syphilis. <laughs> touch of syphilis. Bald, bald, yeah. bald spot. Mm, right? Yeah, it looks good. Hey, your tongue's falling out. <laughs> touch of syphilis. So really happens from syphilis? Your tongue falls out? All <laughs> kinds of shit, Michael. Oh it, eats your it eats your brains. It your eats your brains. It's selling a good time. Yeah, during his teenage years, he had syphilis, and every day he woke up with like one quarter less IQ. And he just got dumber and dumber after every day. He did not get better. So just imagine every time you woke up, just a little bit dumber. Just a little I bit mean, dumber. I mean, can't treat syphilis? He didn't. Oh, my You could have, but he's a dumb fuck. Chose not to. Also, with IQs, I believe there was a bunch of scientists who wasted a lot of time figuring that broccoli had an IQ of two. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's yeah. phenomenal. How do they Real? test it? How do you well, give a test over a piece of broccoli? This is where your tax money test. is going. Put a scantron in front of it. <laughs> Uh, I, yep. I remember. I remember one of the. I don't know. I think that this is before Al Capone's time. But one of the cures for mercury. Uh, one of the cures for one of the cures for syphilis was mercury. Mm. So you, not only was your head being rotted, but like you could tell the temperature in any room. Yeah, they're <laughs> adding mercury Ooh. to that shit. <laughs> this one's. This room is room temperature. What the fuck? It's balmy, <laughs> as my brain is. Ooh. All right, tell me more about Alan Capone. I want to paint a little bit more of a picture of how much of an idiot is. When someone, when a press, when a paparazzo asked him, are you afraid of the racketeers, of the gangsters in Canada? Al Capone simply laughed and was just like, I don't even know what street Canada's on. <laughs> <laughs> that is good, yes. It's pretty bad. I was going to think you were going to, he would take the approach of like, I don't know anything about tennis. Ooh, that's pretty good too. No, Canada's like right next to Anal Street. Canal Street? Did Anal, you forget the C? Anal, no. Anal Street. Canal Street. It's a you New York joke. If you're not here, you won't get it. So I apologize to 
thousands of our listeners. No, it's when a man loves a woman, but he's tired of one hole. Anal Street. There you go. Don't mistake my kindness for weakness. I am kind to everyone, but when someone is unkind to me, weak is not what you're going to remember about me. Sounds like a dullard. It's pretty deep. Sounds like a dunce. Sounds like a knuckle dragger. Before we get into it, I want to do two crash courses for people not well-versed in American history, and I want Mike to help us with this. <laughs> yes! Mike, really quick. That's what you get! Mike, uh, get closer to the fucking mic. Hello. Get closer to yourself. Yeah, learn about yourself. Yeah, learn <laughs> your body. Right in the audience here. Uh, Mike, in seven words or less, lay the Great Depression on me. That's when America ran out of money. Or eleven when, um, boxes. America ran out of money. It's Whoa! seven words. Holy shit, that's See seven. That? Cool. <laughs> wow, well, amazing. Bunch of investors bought on margin and bankrupted the American stock market. Everyone was poor for what'd you say, a decade, decade and a half afterwards, Travis? Yeah, you know, yeah. started in the twenties. Eight years. You just yeah, need yeah, a good one. Years. You need yeah. a good war to pick it up again. Yeah. yeah. So I hope some of those are. You need a man in a wheelchair no. to fix everything. That's right. Like, like, all right, you know the Burger King gang. When we were kids, the kids. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. god! The one that was the best was the one in the wheelchair. Wheels, Wheels. yeah. Because he could supply you with chicken nuggets when you didn't have any. God That's how him. you fix the economy. I I can't disprove that. Yeah. As, as a friend, uh, a friend, a friend and fan of. Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> say that's how you fix shit. You dressed yeah. as a nugget. You cosplayed nuggetly. Oh yes, I was a nugget. You were a nugget, were not a of a chicken nugget. variety. I was, I was a dank boy, and we'll talk about that possibly uh, all the time. <laughs> there we go. We'll, we'll not let you forget that. All right. So, what about Great Depression? This is when it was happening, <laughs> <laughs> and one of the other things happening during the Great Depression, Mike, was prohibition. Really? Lay, that, lay that on us in ten words or less. I thought prohibition was during the twenties. Still went into that the is 30s. the Great Depression. That's sir. the Great Depression. Uh, no, it wasn't. Well, the thirties was the Great Depression. Yeah. Before the Great Depression, you so had we're prohibition there. Yeah. So yeah. We're all the ban of alcohol. Yep. The federal government was like alcohol. We don't. American people yeah. doesn't need it. And America needs this shit. You're <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's drinking except me because I ran out of beer already. America runs on Miller. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Oh, keep it coming, go. man. <laughs> we have studio guests that are yes. very, very liberal with their beers. Beer fairies. We have them tonight. So, Great Depression, Prohibition going on right now. Just wanted some slight background. And with that, we'll get right into it. Alphonse Capone, born in Brooklyn, yeah. January 17th, 1899. Do you believe it or not? Italian immigrants. Hey, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You, you don't buy that one? Not one bit. But no. continue. His father cut hair and his mother cut fabric. Alphonse had a brother named Albert, which meant there was actually two Al Capones, which mm. is a nightmare. Why would the parents ever do that? Well, one's Al, and then one's uh, Alphonse. Bert Fons or yeah. Bert. Yeah, Bert and Fonz. That's what I would have done. Yeah, like our, our friend Taylor's dad, who is just Bert. Not Nothing Robert. else. Just Bert. Not just Dilbert. Bert. Just Bert. With a brother, Robert. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have Bert Davis and Robert Davis. Symmetries. I love it. And one other brother, or many other brothers, but like another brother called Vincenzo Capone. Or Capone, I'm going to say Capone for the entire episode. And Vincenzo Capone was a prohibition fighter. Fought against his brother, not directly, but... Uh, Al Capone's 
parents had two children on both sides of the Prohibition War, which was kind of interesting. Well, Vincenzo is lame. He was. He was he, he, Fucking he was, idiot. He poured ale down the sewer. What a dumb. Don't do that. Just Sell drink it. Just drink it. Or enjoy your friends. Or boof it. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, right. You need a funnel or you a know, hose for that? Travis's use of the word boof has increased over time. <sighs> yeah. A lot. Do you want to get anything out there right now? Oh, yeah. That's for me and my conscious. All right. And well, just throw it out there. Toys. Tra- okay. Travis's <laughs> conscious might have something about boofing. Yeah, well, you know. That you can imagine. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Just say there's a way to eat an egg roll, and there's a different way to eat an egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Al Capone's <laughs> teenage rascally years, he got caught up in all sorts of junior street gangs. The 40 Thieves Jr., the Bowery Boys, the Brooklyn Rippers. All good names, right? Pretty much. And then the Five Points Gang. That wasn't important. That's the serious what? gang. That one's been there forever. Gang. That one's there forever. Call back to the Boss Tweet episode. Yeah. Also a member of that very same gang, the Five Points Gang. That's Amazing. down. That's downtown Manhattan. No. Yeah. Al Capone, as you might have expected, had authority issues in school, dropped out at the age of 14 after being expelled for socking his Catholic school teacher in the face. Amen. <laughs> yeah. I want him to say that as he's, like, as he's dealing with the recoil from his fist. Amen, sister. Amen. I probably left a little skin on your face because syphilis. Oh, oh. Send me that back. <laughs> Give me a Hail Mary. <laughs> after he got kicked out of school, scraped a meager living together by selling candy in a sweet shop, and renting shoes in a bowling alley. Oh. Can you fucking imagine that? It's pretty sad. It's better than renting shoes on the street. No, yeah. no, but just imagine, like, you're, you're you know, <coughs> you live in that time, and you're like, yeah, let me, let me, let me, let me bowl a couple of frames. And there behind the fucking counter is Al Capone, just being like, what size are you? <laughs> what kind of shoe, what kind of clown shoes you want on your foots? You know what I mean? I'm just imagining big, I, got, I uh, got a size one two and a size one tree. Three. <laughs> one two three. <laughs> I was just imagining being able to live in a fifty mile radius of New York City and being able to support yourself off of a shoe boy and selling candy. Candy dealer. <laughs> candy dealer. It's amazing. The lengths we've come. It's yeah. it, it has really a lot to do with those rich immigrants that at, keep coming over here from, from Russia. China. Oh, I can get into it all night, but that's all for a different podcast that I'll start when I'm really dying. All the xenophobia. Tom Xenomorph Hour. No, it's not that. It's something else. <laughs> Al Capone meets a high-profile gangster named Torio. Da-da-da. Sounds oh, sexual, shit. right? shit. Does. Torio. Torio takes him under his wing. You know, like mentor. Like the, under the bull's yeah. wing. Yeah. He goes, under the yes. bull's hi, wing. I am Torio. <laughs> yeah, it was Japanese. That's right. Yes. Just make this as insensitive as possible. Mm, embrace. Oh well, you know, I'm just he sounds Torio. My um, neighbor Torio. My neighbor Torio. Torio. And when he's under Torio, I almost said Torio. While he's under Torio's wing, look at that. Doors start opening. Bouncer work starts becoming available to your boy, Alphonse Capone, and he's bouncing on Coney Island. That seems rough. Hey, one at a time for hot dogs. One at a time for hot dogs. Nathan's is over capacity here. Yeah. You see the fire issues? Hey, you read this name tag? It says Cape One. Get out of here. You can't get on a cyclone unless you get on the line. Get the back of the line, and then you can get on the, the wooden up and down. <laughs> it's like a spaghetti with wheels. Oh, it's good times there, I could imagine. 
Lots of friends to be made. <laughs> he's bouncing on Colin, Coney Island. He's letting people in. <laughs> Wait, did he almost say Colon Island? Colon Island. He's bouncing <laughs> on Colon Island. Right. And he's he's letting uh, he's letting people through the door. You know what I mean? He's doing his doorman job. Like Travis's egg rolls. Yeah. <laughs> but unlike Travis's egg rolls, he starts getting frisky. He's like, yeah. Dude. Let me, let me try and hit on uh, people coming in through this back way. Whoa. Let me just say, my egg rolls are nothing but frisky. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm suddenly more intrigued than not. Yeah. Don't I'll, worry about it. I'm going to give you a big old thank you. Don't worry about it. So he's, he's, go, go, he's letting people in the back door get even more frisky he's, with those egg rolls. He's, he's I like, wish our mics were further away so I can cut you off in the mix easier. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. I'm just loud. Let me, let me, let me, try, and, uh, let me try and score tonight. So uh, he sees you know the first specimen to walk up to him, and he delivers his most... His most polished, pristine, perfect uh, pickup line he's got. Okay. Mike, do you want to read this? You want to read Al Capone's gold right now? Sure, we're going to read. Right here. You got a nice ass, honey, and I mean it as a compliment, believe me. <laughs> Al Capone. <laughs> Al Capone's number one go-to pickup line right there. Thank you, Mike. Wait. <laughs> you got a nice ass, honey. You and gotta- I mean that as a compliment, believe me. Believe me, I'm Cape One. I am. I am Alan Capone. Alphonse Capone. <laughs> um, we what have, was funny? We have were, fun here. Yeah. What was uh, hilarious? As I quoted this, uh, the author forgot the comma, so it just looks like it says, "You got nice ass, honey." Uh, oh, I love ass honey. That funny. That goes great, great with the egg the roll. Egg but rolls. I'm just, yes. um, I, you know. Oh my god. That's a that's a different podcast, right? That's what you always say, Tom. Whenever you don't want to get into that's why I'm sweating. I'm talking. Whenever you don't want to get anything, I expose everything. I let it all out, and you're like, I know the podcast. Don't fucking say. Well, it's coming out. It's going to be a mixture of your ass, honey, and my wall. (laughs) (laughs) So he drops this masterpiece of a line on the first dame he sees that he fancies. It's a bad move. It's not. It's not smooth. It's a really bad move. No, especially if that girl's uh big brother happens to be in earshot and he's been itching to test off his new knife. Hey! Uh, what'd you say about my sister's ass, honey? What'd you say? <laughs> uh, it's pretty much what Frank Galluccio said as he was slashing up Al Capone's damn. face. Oh, oh. He's trying to He's trying to turn his face into his mom's spaghetti. Arms are ready. Mom's spaghetti. So, Sauce is ready. That's a very dated cultural <laughs> reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom's spaghetti is timeless. It is. <laughs> that's it true. Really is. And what <laughs> infamous nickname does he get from this incident? Shitface. Close. Uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> not not healed tissue face, but oh, scarred face. He gets scar face he gets from this incident. Scar tissue that I wish you saw. Bing, bang, bang. Hey, that's another old reference. I know. Fuck you. I'm working on it. (laughs) He gets the moniker Scarface from sloppily hitting on women like an idiot. That's all it is. Say hello to my little ass, honey. No, not not the movie. (laughs) The movie was about a Miami gangster. Yeah, well, say hello to my little ass, honey. (laughs) Wait, when did he move to Chicago? He's a New York, Chicago guy. I had to go make some front honey, if that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How long do you need to be excused for that? So, he's got these horrific scars on his face, and that's what he's known by. That's how his reputation builds. He's like, oh, Scarface. You Look know. at that fucking ugly guy. With syphilis. Wait, he's got scars on his face? Let's just yeah. call him Scarface. That's, that's, 
That's what we do. That's how people went by. But he actually hated that nickname for himself because you know it's a, it's a disfigurement. Yeah, he, he wanted to be a pretty a, boy. I'm known for other things. You know? Syphilis. Hey, ladies, syphilis. Let's talk about his rise to the top of the Italian American organized crime family, shall we? Yeah. Wait. Hold on, real quick. Yeah. Was he born with syphilis, or did he get that shit? He got that shit bouncing on Coney Island. Oh, okay, so he's got it now. What, was he bouncing with his dick? No, he probably got paid and then got syphilis as a bonus for bouncing. Oh, gotcha. Uh, he was one of those places. Oh, so he's like bouncing on a dick on, in he's Coney He's bouncing Island? for probably a brothel. Great. Oh. No names, but I have a friend who got syphilis, and it's really easy to treat. So well, Nowadays. He he's fine. Yeah, it's good He's doing now. great now. It was also treatable back in his day, but uh, you just refused it. He's like, I don't need... I don't need no treatment. Syphilis. You just get that cream, right? Yeah. Like fucking... All I gotta do is eat an apple. Eat an apple, you'd be all right. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. Mike, right. Mike run out and try that for us real quick. <laughs> so now he's gonna blast himself in with the Italian man. Yeah. So remember Torio, the mentor? Yeah. He yeah. orders a hit on someone called Dean O'Banion. And I, I would order a hit on anyone named Dean. Dean. Dean or Dion, depending on how Irish you are. You know, he was an Irish guy. Hey, Dion. Dean. Uh, Dean O'Banion. Every Dean I know I don't like. Same. Fuck Dean. I love Deans. All Deans out there, uh, say hi to me. Dean, <laughs> Dean O'Banion was of the Northsiders gang, and this hit went down in 1924. O'Banion was rolled up on and shot, murdered, death killed on the sidewalk between Holy Name Cathedral and O'Banion Flowers. That's right, he was a florist, and he was just upkeeping his front display, and... Now he's pushing up daisies. He's, oh, fist bumps! Oh, fist bumps! Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow! Yeah. Oh, pushing up daisies, maybe how that, are maybe you? Maybe that's where it comes from? I don't know. Yeah. He's pushing up tulips, because he loved tulips. Oh, you know, <laughs> my guy's pushing up whatever flower, really. So the Italian guy's an important Irish guy, and that sets off a huge, huge fucking domino chain reaction of retaliatory hits this way and that way. What was this crime family doing? What was like, their main... Which crime family? The Irish the or the Italian ones? Involved with. The Italian or the Irish the ones? The Italian. The Italian ones were down with pimping and protection money. That's how they got their money. Good so, on them. You know how that goes. It's like, hey... You're going to need some security out there. I can offer that for months. You know, standard shakedown. It's not cliche at this point. Yeah, it's what Yelp does. Oh, and Airbnb. Yeah. So with O'Banion dead, uh, one Irishman of the Northside gang, Bugs Moran, was freshly promoted. Like, oh, you're that guy now. He's dead. And Bugs Moran orders retaliatory hits on the Italian-American families, and that Hits like 12 fatalities, just assorted hits, just revenge, yada, 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 never good stuff. Hit squads are sent after Torrio and Capone in revenge. Capone survives without a scratch, just none of the bullets hit him, dodges, but uh, ruins the decor of where he's staying, you know what I mean? Torrio, however, catches a bunch of bullets. That's not good. Oh, poor guy. Uh, he does recover, but after he recovers, he's like, <laughs> I am out. I'm done. Uh, getting shot 12 times was enough. Thank you. Yeah, um, these bullets are too spicy. I'm oof. going to McDonald's. No more. No, no moss for me. So you, he's out. Do you honestly think he got shot in the dick, though? I don't know. I'm just asking that. Someone, that would make that would be like the limit for so. me. Spoilers. Someone does get shot in the dick in this episode. Oh! Yeah. The dirtiest episode. And you won't believe who it is and who does it. 
until George, I say it. It's George Washington, and he shot himself in the dick. Oh, no, that's for, horrible. Papa John's, then he shot himself with good savings. <laughs> <laughs> Torio is scared, and he's out. And he's like, okay, I'm done. You take over. And just like fucking that, Al Capone is at the top of the Italian organized crime family. Damn. Wow. I feel like he walked into the top, and the top was like, you know when you go and see like a niece's or nephew's like uh, school play, and mm-hmm. then you try to go to the bathroom, and then you walk the wrong way in the hallway, and you're just kind of like looking around like, where am I going? And you see weird <laughs> art nothing projects. Around. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, where the hell am I? That uh, put him at the top. I'm yeah. at the top. just looking around like, what? Where do I go? <laughs> I, I guess I'll do this. You know? Yeah, exactly. I, I guess this is me now. I, I'm, I'm part here. Of the, I'm part of the PTA now. <laughs> and then when he's at the top, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to do me. I'm going to do things my way, violently. And Great. This, this unleashes a wave of crime. And I'm talking drive-by shootings with the good old-fashioned Tommy gun, fire bombings, and good old capping uncooperative kneecaps. Like, good... Wow old Italian-American gangster shit, my friend. Right. When you say that, I'm imagining the wave at a baseball game, but instead of people just kind of standing up and putting their hands in the air, it's Uh, absolute violence. Yeah, Yeah, they shoot their neighbor's (laughs) kneecaps, and it just goes around the stadium a few times. Yeah. Oh, no. It goes around the stadium exactly twice. Yeah, look at Yankees fans. That's about it. Are you trying to do a (laughs) sports joke? I don't know what I'm trying to do. Look, I'm the sports expert in oh, roast All right, well, I'm the egg roll expert, so let's keep going. Yeah. Capone was in the brothel and booze game. Competitors were burned alive, consumers were intimidated, and after everything was said and done, there was about 100 fatalities in this terror campaign. Oh, no. And as a result, speakeasies and brothels cropped up everywhere. It was just how he ran his shit. Fuck yeah! Cape One, my favorite. What? Cape One. Capone. Okay. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> That's his okay. new name, Cape, Cape One. One. Good. I was looking for a, for a, a quippy title for him. <laughs> Snorky wasn't good. But Cape One, <laughs> at the age of 26, was at the top of the crime family. And by 30 years old, he was a millionaire already. Fucking wow. Amazing. Tats. It's, it's great what America could do for you if you just try hard just enough. Believe in yourself. <clears throat> it's, it's a land enough. of opportunity where the poor man could become a rich man, where the poor man could also become a rich man, and the rich man could become a poor man. But it's America. Uh, opportunity. Yeah. It's opportunity. Like imagine the Statue of Liberty, great freedom in America, and then you imagine her skirt, and then there's poor people there, but then they could climb to the top where the torches. They could learn about how to become free and rich and stay warm. That's basically America in a nutshell. That's a beautiful analogy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you under the bus right now. I believe you stole that from Walt Whitman. <laughs> that bit of poetry you <laughs> just are you qu- oh, yeah, quoting yeah. an anti-Semite there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I, you asked out, sorry, yeah, I was just gonna say I think everyone I listen to it just automatically gets a doctorate. Fuck, yes, I'm okay. I listen to it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you guys are all doctors now. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, everyone. <laughs> nice. If you asked Al Capone what he did. He would simply reply, I'm a businessman, giving the people what they want. Or, all I do is satisfy public demand. Tits and booze. Tits and booze. Al Capone was taking in $105 million a year in 1920s money. Whoa. Are you kidding me? Wait a minute. Did I... $1,500 million. What? $100 million. 
Yeah, you can say that. About but, $100 million. But the thing is, what it wasn't that. It was slightly, you know what I mean? If it was just that, he would just say, oh, yeah, $100 million. But it was more than that. But you also said he was retarded. So he, oh, yeah. Did he have a 401k? Uh, a 401k? No, no, no. <laughs> Excuse he, me, I'm also retarded. He couldn't count that high. No, you, you couldn't count that high. I feel like he's probably one of the richest uh, people in in the country at that point. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he was. Hey, Alan, how much money do you have? A hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, 1.6 billion in today's I, money. I give people what they are looking for, and then or sometimes more than that, I will satisfy them. Cody, this is so interesting because I always wondered the origins of Sabaros. What? <laughs> and I'm learning so much because they, they rake in at least that much. I don't know how they're still around, but they did a good job a long time Sabaros ago. Sabaros is pretty good. I like, I like their pizza. You I live on Long Island. I like Sabaros when I moved here. Shut up. Both of you are wrong. When I moved here. Yeah. Like that was it. I ate it like eight times after I moved here, and then I found other things. All right, Cody, here's your hall pass. Mike, you were born here. <laughs> you never been to the mall ate Sabaros with Auntie Anne's on the side? Yeah, of course I have. I with, liked it, and then I stopped liking it. With the cinnamon pretzels on the side? <laughs> you put it on top of your pizza. Dude, what's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, Michael! <laughs> get some pasta, some salad. No! <laughs> some shopping. I'm moving on. Alphonse <laughs> indulged in tailored suit, fancy cigars, gourmet food, and his poison of choice, Iowan Templeton Rye. Hell yeah, he liked rye. I like rye. Do you what like rye, that? Travis? No. You don't like rye? I don't like rye. It's like rye a, alcohol? It's like a oh, different rye. whiskey. You've probably drank it before. Uh <laughs> What's hair on your chest? Yeah, no hair it's, on my it's chest. Just bad tasting whiskey, in my opinion. It's good. It's different. I think it's good. All right. It's like bourbon shitty cousin. Great to boot. Yeah. Great Bourbon's to... inbred cousin that doesn't get invited anywhere. Yeah, usually liquid doesn't have eyes, but this is particularly cross-eyed in a way. I always think wall-eyed's funnier than cross-eyed. You're right. Okay. Would you describe it as cotton-eyed at all? Cotton-eyed <laughs> Joe Pesci? No. no. I love Cotton Eye Joe Pesci. This, by the way, is where he gets his nickname, Snorky. What? Yes, because he's so dapper. That's what Snorky means. Snorky means dapper. And he preferred the nickname Snorky over Scarface. So his his inner circle called him Snorky. Hey, is your face all fucked up? <laughs> Go to a store and buy expensive shit and put it on your body. You call yourself Snorky. That's right. I just like that word. Oh, you Snorky. Oh, Snorky. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like sque- it's like squeezing a pit bull's cheek. He was yeah. self conscious, guys. You guys, are right? But Mike, you know? would you rather go with Scarface or Snorky? One is clearly cooler than the I other. Mean, I'll go with Scarface. Yeah, you yeah, should start. Being if, I more- a, if I had a scar on my face, I'd probably be like, "Oh shit, don't look at my scar." You should oh, consider being more self conscious about your whole Sabaros thing. <laughs> Capone hated the Scarface did. thing, and he was one of those celebrities that was adamant about the paparazzi capturing his good side, a.k.a. his right side, because the left side was all yeah, that's cheese, the exact same, cheese-grated. That's the exact same thing as Seal. No. Seal <laughs> well, Seal's <laughs> good side is his shins. <laughs> uh, from the knees down. Listen, Baby! Have you ever yeah, we'll do an episode on Seal probably before he's dead because he's just an amazing man with a wife who sells stickers for health. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Move on. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about that later. Al Capone loves golf, but he's very, very shitty at it. You know those guys? That's just like... Most people. Let's Trump. get Let's get drunk and then play golf, but it's just really an excuse to get drunk. You know Trump, th- those guys? Trump is a mediocre golfer. Okay? Yeah. Don't you, fucking besmirch that man. Oh, just mediocre. Just because he maybe doesn't have the best count sometimes. Yeah, but mediocre is... I've heard things about him kicking the fucking ball into the fucking hole. Tiger Woods said that shit. Really? I didn't know. He was, on, he was on the green. He just fucking kicked it. He was like, Mulligan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Mulligan. Mulligan or whatever. <laughs> He's a shitty golfer. He's doing dumb shit, like betting like his, his golf mates, his teammates. Like, huh. I bet you can't drink all this whiskey and land on the green. He's a millionaire. That's what you do. Yeah. He's like, I'll give you $500. You can do this. And literally, like, every stroke, every hole had around $100. Fuck. Oh, you know, had hundreds of dollars riding on it. So, like, after 18 holes, that's like nine grand. Yeah, which is enough to buy uh, your family's future mm-hmm. forever. A bunch yeah. of family's futures How forever. How you doing? Keep going. Where was his favorite place to golf? I don't know. The greens. <laughs> the greens. Just anyway, green shit. This, this, this drunken golfing would eventually shoot himself in the foot. Literally? Literally. Whoa! <laughs> Al Capone had a loaded unsafety handgun in his golf bag just because he's Al Capone and he's a dumb syphilitic idiot. And he's like, this is a good idea. I'm going to do this. And so as he's rummaging around his golf bag for a fucking nine iron, the gun goes off. Shoots him in the balls. No, no. Uh, hits him in the so groin, painful. goes through his legs. and uh. Hits him in the groin, goes through a leg, and embeds the bullet into his shitty foot. Ow. Oh, oh man! You know that he wasn't just getting the club though. He was like reaching in there for one of those like funny like iron covers. Yeah, he was looking like, for a jolly check rancher. This check this out. It's got like a picture of a fucking squid on it. <laughs> I bought it for a lot of money. But this is you know like something like that just reminds me of how important our Second Amendment rights are. <laughs> what world would we live in if Al Capone couldn't shoot himself in the balls, you know? We need these rights. They are rights. The They're balls? not privileges. They are rights. Well, when I say balls, I mean <laughs> the groin, leg, and foot. It was like a through shot that him Still through Yeah, that's right. As in the, as in the Constitution, right? That's <laughs> right. Yeah, right to, right to bear a bullet in your shitty syphilitic foot. Spoilers, this is the only gunshot wound he would ever suffer. And it was self-inflicted, hit him three fucking times, and could have easily been avoided <laughs> if he just kept the munitions out of the weapon or used the safety. Just use the fucking safety, or, or or don't put a loaded gun in your fucking golf bag. You don't. You don't need that. <laughs> it went I off would... three times. You said it hit him three times. It went through his groin, hit uh, him in his leg, and landed in his foot. If oh, I was guaranteed so to live till the age of seventy, I would cut that down to sixty. Just to be there for five minutes while that happened. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> they had a go-to caddy. I think his name was Thomas, actually. I think he was fired after Dude, that. Dude, maybe I'll no, experience Thomas that. was never fired. He's just sitting there, like, watching these high-ranking, oh, like, gang lieutenants, like, like funnel booze and try and, like, putt into a pond. Yeah, yeah, that fucking caddy just being like, how did these people have any money? <laughs> and he's just, ta- he's probably just taking, like, $100 tips. Just, <laughs> yeah, well, thank yeah you. fine, you shoot yourself in the dick yeah, again, that's cool. <laughs> that was cool Do at it. one Next time. Hole, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 100 bucks. I'll invest in Coca-Cola. And I'm going to watch that happen. And that's how Ty Cobb was formed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Call back to Ty Cobb. Yep. 
Fast forward a slight bit to 1926. Mike, get your fucking face close to the mic. You sound like you're a million miles away. You... He is. Sorry. Like like the whole month. Like You've been a million miles away. You gotta get fucking close. <laughs> he always Touch wants it. to leave us. I don't know if I'm a Maui and spit on your microphone. Dude, do it. It's get your spit. microphone. This is the spit zone. Only you use that. It's Slobber on it, spit. motherfucker. It's like... Argh. 1926. Famed musician boy, Fats Waller. Who knows anything about oh, Fats Waller? Name. I don't know him. Okay, he's, Is that he's, fa- Fats Domino later? Hey. No. Fats Waller, uh, jazz guy. 1926, musician boy, Fats Waller, is leaving a gig late at night when all of a sudden a bag is thrown over his head and he's kicked into a fucking car. Oh, no, Fats. <laughs> Held at gunpoint. He's driven, unbeknownst to him, to a secret location. He gets out and is kicked into a room. It's the legend of the hidden temple. He's got to put the, together the shrine <laughs> of the <laughs> silver monkey. No one out. can do that. Unspeakable. All those guards were rapists. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's a good job. It's a good job brought to Has you by Has security in yeah. a 401k. All right, kids, come here. All right, here Stop we're going those children. Fats Waller is ushered into a dark room. Suddenly the lights go on and everyone says, Surprise! Fats Waller is apparently the special guest of Al Capone's birthday party. Hey, birthday. Oh my what? god. Yup, he gets kidnapped at gunpoint and is forced to play jazz at gunpoint for an entire long weekend. So just Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Just God! So I feel like you could, I feel like you could have just asked him. Be like, hey man, we're gonna pay you like a stupid amount of money to do Al Capone's fucking birthday party. Yep. Do they end up paying him? He did that. Yep. Of course. That, Al Capone had some money. That's Fats the Waller thing. woke up on a Tuesday, hung over his shit with thousands of dollars in his oh, pocket, well, not knowing what happened. Nice. So, well, a good time, probably. Win win. Yeah. yeah. I've been kidnapped. Got paid for it. Yeah. I've so actually like, been kidnapped, and I didn't get paid for it. You lost <laughs> money. Oh, I, I lost like, money. You got I, free tequila. No, I, no, I didn't. I, I didn't get anything. Okay, I told you I was going to do that story on Pancho Villa, so I'm not going to talk about that. That's Tune right. into a future episode for finding out how Travis was kidnapped south of the border. Maybe we do it yeah. on a Cinco de Mayo? Yay! See. All right, Mike, quick question. Yeah. If he's being an illegal douchey... Yeah? Keep going, Cody. Mike, quick question. If he's being an illegal douchebag and being a flashy douchebag about it, where's the police? Where's oh, the Chicago, payroll. He's where's paying the them Chicago off. PD? He's paying him a pizza. The inventor of the deep dish pizza. You're right. <laughs> You're so correct without the pizza thing. You could have been fully correct if you just stopped talking. Deep, Go dish, deep dish pockets, might you say? Oh, you shove this like pizza that. in your pocket, guy. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, well, I'm just gonna say, Cody, you could start doing the research. Uh, Mike, Mike you take over because <laughs> yeah. that's facts. That's real news. I read that in a book once. I think yeah. was it a pop up book or was it a picture book? A picture book. Scratch cool. it. It was covered in pizza. Ooh. <laughs> Delicious? It was a Sabaro's menu. menu. Oh, that's menu. not pizza. So on the back of every menu, is, they got a little details. <laughs> All the details. That's yeah. right. That's right. The Chicago, the Chicago <laughs> PD is taking kickbacks, not in the form of pizza, though. They're looking the other way. Under oath, chief of police would complain that sixty percent of the Chicago force was under Al Capone's payroll. Fifty-one-ish percent is majority. He's got 60. That is comfortable majority. For every crooked cop, mm. or I'm sorry, for every legit cop, there's w- more than one crooked cop. Yeah, they're all partners together, uh, you know too. What I mean? So for every guy that would shoot Al Capone, there's 
another guy that would shoot that guy to stop Al Capone being shot. Right, or suck Al Capone's dick Maybe to get syphilis. I don't know. With 60% of the Chicago PD under his thumb, he also had another ace up his sleeve. He owned the mayor. He used bribery and intimidation tactics to install a puppet mayor. So this is why he gets the moniker, or the descriptor, Untouchable. Oh. And that's why that movie exists with, uh, who is it, De Niro? De Niro's. Yeah, not a good, not a good, not a good fit for that character. I feel De Niro. De Niro's uh, great for every character. Not, not for even those dumbass movies. For, not for a frumpy syphilitic oaf. No, well, he makes a, a frumpy syphilitic oaf look like a right, which is not what a frumpy like syphilitic a, oaf should a look like. A sharply dressed, right, pointed nose, yeah, no, syphilitic oaf, a snorky syphilitic oaf. See, you guys are all wrong. The man of a- many roles. You thought I was going to say Mike Myers, but... Brendan Fraser? <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Oh, uh, yes. What's He's that one good. movie he was in? What's that one movie? Uh, George of the Jungle. Yeah, that's that's also why Hollywood no. is afraid of, is afraid yeah, of him, because he gets swing from vines. Bone. And monkey oh, Bone. Man. That was a good one. I love the Mummy! What? What's that one? Was that foreign? Yeah, it was a yeah, foreign was, film. Oh. It, was, it was actually very indie, very uh, foreign. Very indie movie. It was about uh, was Brando a... Fraser and oh. then uh, Benjamin... Button. Sa- sand hole. <laughs> but anyway, he's buying his way into the Chicago mayor. <laughs> he's untouchable. He's untouchy. What does he do with this sexy, untouchable power? He, so says, he, touching he says, ladies, leave me alone. Don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be seen with you touching me. Let's go in this bush. I'll give you syphilis for free. Ooh, free 90 free. That's right. Who knows why Valentine's Day is important to Al Capone? It's the day that he made love for the first time. He put something in people on a Valentine's Day. I'll put. Oh, yeah, I'll give you that. A penis-shaped. It wasn't bullet. a penis. Did he get? Oh, what was that? A penis-shaped bullet. <sighs> I hate how half-right Travis is always. <laughs> was it hope and inspiration? No, he didn't put that in people. Was it a? He put the Italian fear of God and forty-five caliber bullets and fuckers on Valentine's Day. My goodness. So like an Italian sub butt plug. Saint Valentine's Day massacre. Come on, guys. Come on. I don't know what that is. Either way, all we were doing on St. Valentine's Day was putting little bits of sugar shaped like hearts into each other's mouths. Kiss me. <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Will you be mine? So cool. Let's hang out sometime. Do you ever play Sexy Dice? Yeah, they don't work. Yeah, yeah you, you roll them and it's just like rub face on floor. And I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, Sexy Dice are really dumb. You yeah. should just yeah. grow up. And and beat someone. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious because sexy dice were supposed to be kinky. Beat the shit out of somebody with their consent. Consensual beating the shit out of someone. Thank you, Travis. Oh wow. There's nothing kinky about Dungeons and Dragons. Nothing wrong. Beating the shit out of somebody with their consent. Well, yeah. As long as I'm you not, got consent. I'm not talking about just beating the shit no, out of No, of course not. Well, it sure as hell sounds like it. Well, so know, let's keep going. You know Cody, what? Hey, 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 hey. Cody, don't give Travis any time on this you one. You know what? Iceberg is only iceberg if you look at it like iceberg. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> That's fine. All right, Cody, let's get some more out of this. <laughs> Who remembers the Irish-American Northside gang? Oh, dude, classic gang. The gang that slew... Oh, is it the, What's up? the White Rabbits? What? What are you talking about? He watched the movie, uh, and it's like predated by 
30 years, seven, no, is, 70 years to what we're talking about at the moment. Wait, uh, they were in Jerkarnian's oh, gang. He's talking the about Irish Gangs gang. New York. <laughs> yeah. well, He's talking about Gangs New York, which takes place in 1860. Yeah, he wasn't, here for, the, gang, he wasn't here for the Boss Tweet episode, so he's just one episode late. Oh, I thought they were in Jerkarn Radio, but... I love that <laughs> franchise, dude. Uh, where the fuck was I? Uh, it's the Irish gang, the Northside Boys. Uh, uh, O'Banion, the florist, was killed between the church and his shop by uh, Capone's uh, guys. Very remember sad that? day, yes, I remember that. The hail of bullets that just riddled the Irish community at the time. Well, this is the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Same Northside Boys. Uh, this was, By the way, this was an attempt to kill Bugs Moran. You remember that guy? Yes. Head of the uh, Irish-American uh, mob. This was an attempt to whack him, if you believe it or not. And Bugs Moran was lured to an empty warehouse, believe it or not, by a whiskey deal for all thing for all things to be bait for Irishmen to go to an empty warehouse. He's like, I've got a deal for whiskey. So absurd prices, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> imagine how many warehouses he passed with normal things that other people want as with regular well. priced whiskey. Yeah. Got a warehouse full of cars. No, thank you, sir. I'm on my way down the street to where I belong. The, the rainbow uh, ends down there, you yeah. see. <laughs> we got gold here. Gold doesn't exist, only leprechauns have it. We, we got that. whiskey in here. I'll be following you, sir. There we go. Just imagining like a little shot glass of whiskey under a box propped up with a stick that's on the road. <laughs> no, 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 a bowl of Lucky Charms. There we go. Yeah, much more valuable than any whiskey at the time. Probably. You imagine if someone from like 1920 ate Lucky Charms. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? Why is chalk food suddenly? <laughs> yeah. Why are we why are we letting children eat chalk if there's a toy in the box? This would rot out my teeth if I had teeth. <laughs> why are horseshoes lucky? They're just feet for horses. You gotta keep them right side up or else it's all bad luck coming out of the box. <laughs> That's tricky. That is metitious as fuck. Isn't that, that that is a real stretch of a joke? Yeah. I love it though. We work here. Oh, Danny boy, calling you. So the deal of cheap whiskey lures these Irishmen, these Northside gang members, to an empty warehouse, and they're just waiting for you know a silhouette to show up with a crate full of whiskey for the cheap. You know they're, what I mean? Basically, they're ready to penetrate. They they came to cream. They're there. They yeah. came to cream, ready came to, to penetrate. Cream. But before the dealers show up, the police do. Oh fuck, that's not good, especially during prohibition, right? Can't have that. Police don't nope. like drink. Thanks, Mike. The good old Bobbies are here. <laughs> the Bobbies. Oh, the Bobbies are the, here. No, the coppers. The coppers are here. Yeah, the coppers. Everyone scram. Coppers, Bobbies, shooting. Make, make haste. The police show up. They start doing their things. They flash their badges. They get in your face. They're like, huh, get up against this wall. They frisk uh, the Northside boys, take all their weapons, be it firearms or uh, edged or blunt. Or you know hard, what I mean? hard. Defenseless. Uh, or, Can I guess? Did one of them frisk Al Capone and they were like, no, did this you is, shoot off your balls? This, <laughs> this this was the authorities frisking the Irish, not not the Italians. Uh, oh, okay. Right, well, well you know, well, they, have, they have to meet each other. Yeah, well, there's a shillelagh. All right, moving on. There's another shillelagh. Moving on. All right, you got a shillelagh. Whoa, no shillelagh here. Oh, wow. Whoa. Take him in. Take him downtown, boys. We got, a, we got an Irish man with no shillelagh. So the coppers frisk the Irish Northside gang. They put them against the wall. And they say they're under arrest and to stay still. And the coppers leave. And two other men arrive with a shotgun and Tommy gun. 
and mm. riddle the seven men who are waiting to be arrested with bullets and buckshot. Shit. That's pretty that's pretty lame. That is kind of shit. Like that's like that's underhanded. So seven <laughs> Oh thanks, Travis. Yeah. Seven certainly was underhanded. Seven yes. Northsiders perished by under underhanded underdicked tr- tactics and trickery. That's like where does the shale go? It goes to the north, oh boy, to the north. <laughs> oh Dunnell and Limerick and doing you know, As one of my best friends, I sure do hate you at times. <laughs> Cody, let's go. Now, onlookers saw the policemen escorting or arresting the two gunmen away. You know, the shotgunner and the submachine gunner. Right. Uh, The two policemen were seen putting those two gunners into a car and driving away. However, they never showed up to the station. The police never knew about a whiskey deal. They didn't do any... Yeah, Mike, it was a total bald-faced setup. Well, Mike just blew this whole episode wide open. It no, 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 that was the next line. Uh, it was yeah, now. Here's the thing: right Do you now. think they were crooked cops, or do you think they were cop or disguised as cops? There's there's two options here, and I think one makes way more sense than the other. What do you guys think? I say disguised, disguise like uh, villains disguised as cops. Yeah, I agree with Mike. I'm gonna Tom. go with the other camp. Yeah, I, I think that's they true. were all cops. They that- were. Cro- got- they were cops on the crooked because it's it's a pain in the ass to forge a uniform. You know what I mean? If especially if you already own sixty percent of the force, just get two of the least scrupulous some. cops a to couple- do this. Yeah, but I'm just saying a robber could just cross dress as a cop. Yeah, cross dress. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying. cosplay. Cross dress. Cross dress. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, like you got you got these cops. Their pockets are wet. They're flying around the city. It's Chicago. You know how things are. There's a lot of wind. So. That, yeah, that, so that going yeah, there's a lot of wind, so the uniform could just blow off of them onto a, a oh, mob. It right. happens. Yeah. I've seen it. Right, it's like that, the red shell in Mario Kart. It just yeah. well, oh, it's on yeah. me now. Right. Yeah. So with that, you didn't present the third option, which is it was just a couple strippers, cops. Oh, I hate when that happens. Oh, right. yeah. Every time, like Chippendales guys. Yeah, you exactly. just want a cake, and they come out of it, and you're just like, God. <laughs> Fucking damn it. And they're like, hey, Irish boys, I got a shotgun for you. Yeah. Crooked cops are imposter cops. They were the key to this thing, and the murder goes unsolved. Amazing. to this day. We do not know who killed the seven Northsiders. Hey, dude, we don't, we don't know which who sunk the Titanic, so it's just normal. Yeah, Sabaro. Oh, what was his name? Both. Andrew Answers. Berg. Papa yeah, something Berg. It was a Jew. Berg. Yeah, it was a Jew. No, Pop, the, the, da, the day of Papa John's is over. Grandpa? No, this Grandpa is official. John? This is a turning point of roast mortem. Papa is dead to me. We're not going to talk about wet garlic anymore? No, we're talking. It's the age of Sabaro. Sabaro now. Sabaro, we've moved right, on. Well, we no I'll longer talk about. It. Wait, hold on, Mike. What, do you, what were we saying? Well, Words? I'm back to Sabaro change. I mean, all right. <laughs> okay, so we're not going to talk about Papa John's anymore on roast mortem. So if you're here, you're lucky enough to know about that transition that we're dealing with as a company. Yeah, it's hard. Company for us. wide. Yeah, there's going to be some layoffs, but it's Sabaro's time. Right. So Sabaro's. Let's get back to it. They got pictures <laughs> of tomatoes on the wall. Let's go. None of those are st- none of those tomatoes are standing out in the lineup. Unsolved murder. Thanks to uh, the fake cops or crooked cops. Or and, strippers. Mm, also fake cops, I feel. Professionals. They're definitely packing heat. Elites. Yes, yeah, sex workers. <laughs> but the other reason uh, crime, this crime went unsolved is because of how tight-lipped fucking everyone is during the time. It's just everything's hush-hush. 
Right. If you catch my drift. And no one's talking. Not those damn tight-lipped bambinos. Not even one of the Irish fuckers that was killed at the massacre. Wait, what do you mean? He, he woke up North from it? Was just like, mobster, oh, something else? Yeah, Northside mobster Franky, Goosen, Franky Goosenberg lay <laughs> bloodied, broken, and dying on that warehouse floor that grim Valentine's Day. He's got more than a baker's dozen of holes in him. Which is more than... 14 at least, right? Yeah, exactly. You have a minimum <laughs> of 14 holes in this gentleman. All right. The responding officer comes up to his husk of a body and asks it, Who shot you? Sabaros. And, <laughs> and of course, this wouldn't be a story if this tight-lipped Irish-American mobster cooperated with the cop. Right. But he's got as, he, as he's dying, he's not cooperating with the cop. But the hilarious thing to me is the juvenileness of how he does not cooperate with the cop. <laughs> Now, if you don't, if you're dying and you just don't want to say who killed you, just say I'm not talking to you, or just die, or just die, or just <laughs> shut up. But he stoops and just says, "No one shot me." <laughs> he's, just there. he's there. He's, he's got 14 holes in him. He's watching his blood go down the grate. He's like, "No one shot me." What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you <laughs> stupid? No what, one what, shot what is, me. <laughs> what is? No one shot me. It's like. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> dead. No one shot me. Yeah. Oh, goodness. He said, he gave us one more nugget of hilarity before he died. His final words were, I ain't no copper. I ain't and no then, copper. So then, 20s. So childish. Out. Love it. That's exactly how, how I would I do it. I just love that. If like, I had a heart attack, that's the first thing I want to come back when I'm back to consciousness. I didn't have no a heart one attack. shot me. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked. I mean, that's that's what I want to do when I get lung cancer. I didn't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I was good. Don't worry about it. I don't. What? What is this? Whoa, whoa! Travis, you have an apparatus hooked up to your microphone that lets you smoke cigarettes Just while I'm during smoke, the podcast. While I'm smoking a cigarette, I'll smoke no cigarettes. <laughs> oh goodness! I love that. That's so good. I think there's like a there's like a Simpsons bit about that. Like tight lip, tight lip, Lenny, who shot you? I ain't talking. It's just that. Spider-Man. Spider-Man shot him. Pregnant Paws shot him. <laughs> Leave that in. Sabaro. No, I'm just... Yeah, it's either Sabaro's or uh, Spider-Man. You ever had the garlic sauce from Sabaro? All right, Mike, we could just oh like God. start our own podcast right now, so Sbarro you guys channel. can just shut the fuck up. The garlic Mike, get hole? closer to the mic the and talk to hole. me about Sabaro's. I like the garlic sauce. This bloodshed was ultimately... Shut up, Cody. Mike likes the garlic sauce. <laughs> I really like the fact that they've got the great display of food when you walk in, and you're just like, welcome you. I want that, I want that, here's my tray. It's like being in a cafeteria, kind of. All right, Travis. Cody, you can continue. It's, Travis, it's you kind can of continue. like being in a cafeteria, kind of. It's not that. It's a facsimile Cody, to that. more please. This bloodshed was ultimately from Al Capone, however, you can imagine. Like, he wasn't the gunman that pulled the trigger, but he paid those two fuckers, four fuckers if you count the crooked cops, to show up and do the dirty. Right. He pointed his jaundiced finger and was like syphilitic finger. Yo, syphies, go. Whack them. Go get them. I'm gonna eat all whipped cream. Go get them. I'm gonna have a whipped cream sandwich. He had these seven victims' families sent ornate, lavish floral arrangements. Right. Just he called 1-800-Flowers.com? <laughs> yeah, he did that. Fuck Not yeah. sponsored by that. So, very subtle and stylish. Final, Fungule, you. O'Banion was killed in a flower shop. 
Yes. So he's kind of like, this comes full circle with me, motherfucker. You're too lipped. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so what's happening now in the world of Alan Capone? <laughs> but before we move on from the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, here's a plot twist. That entire project, that entire bloody episode mm-hmm. to kill Bugs Moran mm-hmm. didn't work. Bugs survived. You mean Bugs lived? Bugs Moran lived the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Do you mean that Bugs survived the raid? Oh! Oh my goodness, oh! Thomas. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not hitting it right now. Also not sponsored by Raid. Oh, I get it! Thank that, you. That joke wow. was for Taylor because he's a dad. Raid, you sprayed on Bugs. I get it. <laughs> Don't worry, I got it. <laughs> you see what I mean? How I got it now. <laughs> Moran survives. Because he wasn't shot. No, he didn't dodge a tsunami of buckshot and forty-five caliber bullets. He wasn't there. Well, why would he be? The gunmen were expecting a threesome. Moran and his two Ooh. bodyguards. No. No. Yes. no. Focus. Focus. Yes, a threesome. Focus. <laughs> yes. Now, they were, they were expecting a trio, for fuck's sake. Oh, yes, a trio. Just say three people. <laughs> They're expecting three. Oh, three. Three. They were, they were three Sabaros, boys. They were expecting a triad. I got a thesaurus on you motherfuckers. They were expecting a triad, but when they saw seven, like, there's like there's, there's suddenly seven asses when they expected three asses. Oh, shit. At least two of these butt cheeks. Yeah, that's at, 14 butt cheeks. Yes, yeah, at least two of these 14 butt cheeks must belong to Bugs Moran. And Absolutely. Yeah, it's guaranteed. We're not going to waste time spinning each of these seven guys over and looking in their faces, right? No. no. Just shoot each butt cheek, and one of them's got to be Bugs Moran, right? Because he's he was one of the three guys, and he's got to be one of these seven, right? It's simple math. They should have had a document that showed all the birthmarks on his body. You know, <laughs> yeah, like maybe they... he had a big fucking leprechaun on his butthole. Lucky Charms again. I yeah. like how we just come full circle. It's a good podcast. It's and also, like, it's, so it's I'm guessing the reason why he got out of it is because he became a pro NBA star, smallest in the league. Bugsy? Was, was Muggsy Bose? Was in Space Jam. Are you talking about Muggsy Bose? <laughs> Classic. Look, I'm also the sports expert, so we're going to move on here because I have nothing else to say. So there you go. Valentine's Day Massacre was a flop simply because the gunman didn't turn people around and look them in the face. And they had a shitty... Free throw. Three innocent criminals just killed. Seven. Seven. Just murdered. One of them didn't get shot. What do you do? He hang himself? No, no. Keep in mind, according to him, he didn't get shot. Tired of getting shot at. But that's semantics. We don't like that. Well, yeah, he was like tired of getting shot at. Tired of being chased by the polo elites and getting arrested. (laughs) Getting fired to the afterlife. Look, when we're all dead, we'll talk to Jesus to see if he was shot. Uh, He was shot on the cross for our sins. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This bloodshed cast Capone out of his previous Robin Hood light. Remember? Giving milk to schools, expiration date imperishables. Right, home. Where did the expiration date He was just in? a fucking, like, hey, people should know uh, how old their milk is before they uh, gargle it. Okay. He, he, common sense thing. Even though he's a, because he, he was a dumbass that couldn't smell the milk until it was spoiled before it was in his are you calling me stomach. A, are you calling me a dumbass? Did you do that? I'm terrible at smelling milk. I usually it's have someone. Sk- there's no pass or fail. No, for no, 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 no. I whenever I like it's if, a participation it, medal and no, you can't get it. No, no, no. But don't don't fucking berate me I'm here. Doing it because every time I'm like 
you know, I have to have milk. I'm like, hey, does this smell bad? Because I smoke too many cigarettes. You live alone. Who first. are you talking to? Yeah, but I'm saying. I talked to my like, talking to his lobster. He's talking to his lobster. I don't know. Are I you don't... pouring milk into your aquarium? If no one's there, then I'm drinking yogurt. How are you supposed to make whipped cream sandwiches uh, with old cream? <laughs> don't pour milk into your aquarium. They say that a hero can save us. Um, okay. And I just say that, and then maybe the milk will be good. Look, Travis. Just look at the date. I do, but then sometimes it smells weird. And then sometimes... That's a double negative. You, just trick you, who, dude. You throw it out twice if it's past the date and smells weird. All right, well, why are you guys trying to use science on me? Cody, you should keep doing the script, because I don't know. This I don't bloodshed cast Al Capone out of his limelight. He's no longer the Robin Hood figure. He's... A disastrous cutthroat gangster that's syphilitic. Now. I can't believe it. And he falls out with the press. He was previously good with the press. Yeah. He had a whole like shtick, like, yeah, let me show you my good side, the he red had, side. He I had 12 scars. words that they could put in the press that he would use. You didn't have to spell them right if the press is quoting them. It's the press's job. That's what I mean. He right. only used 12 words. So when it yeah. came time to run the paper, it's just like, those are Al's words. Yeah. Cape one, yeah. the best. Yeah. I did it good. Thank you. You do a quick Google, you can find him, like, at ballpark games, like, you know, signing hot dogs and shaking players' hands and shit like that. <laughs> Sign my hot dog. Yeah, he's... And, I, want, uh, I want syphilis also as well. Yeah, and I said, I said he'd, uh, he had, I didn't say the exact number, but he had a half dozen soup kitchens operating, you know, feeding the poor, and uh, he'd show up to them. That's you know what I mean? He'd pull an Obama. He'd be like, I'm here now. Well, maybe he just likes soup, dude. <laughs> oh, maybe my, he just, isn't that like, the greatest yeah. cover? He's a soup dealer. Yeah, he. Well, no, maybe, no, 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 no. Hear, yeah. hear me out. So he likes soup so much, and, and he always wanted to have it at hand. So he would put them in strategic spots in Chicago. So wherever he was, he knew he can get a, a hot cup of soup. Tom, Strong? our brains work the so goddamn same, right? If I had a billion dollars, <laughs> I like how you couldn't do proper English, and you said right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if I like soup, you'd set up these stations. Okay, the homeless could eat the soup. But yeah. for me, what do you mean? I just can keep just... it churning. Keep yeah, it churning. Keep it going. It's for me, but anyone can eat it, really. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a home, you're going to be here off. Soup's great. You can make a lot of it. And yeah. It still tastes good. <laughs> yeah, put it in a barrel. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I want soup. Hot soup for me. My name is Alan. I will have some. <laughs> His previous Robin Hood facade is shattered. After Valentine's Day, news comes out. Oh, uh, poor guy. No, so no more of friendly press, and that's the beginning of his downfall. March 1930, Capone was listed public enemy number one, much like our other guy. Ah! Is the soup still available? Dillinger. I don't know. Maybe. That'd be <laughs> shitty. That'd be shitty if you're like, you're... You're a monster. Stop feeding the poor. Don't worry about Don't the soup. Don't worry about the soup. <laughs> no, just no, rubbing no, no. your hands together. I'm waiting for the soup. You want the chowder? Give me that chowder. Yeah. Chicken noobles. Oh, yeah, you want that beef froth? All right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Travis. Travis, huh? how, do you, how do you beg Mr. Untouchable? That's a, that's a question I have for you and the audience at home right now. How do I bag him? How do you bag Al Capone, Snorky the Untouchable? Well, first, you've got to get a lot of... Uh, Where are you going? A lot of, of bag material. Bag material? What are we talking? Plastic or burlap? Burlap. Ooh, five cents in New York. Yeah. Ooh. And then you got to, like, put yeah. him in it. But then, like... rug burn right now. you got to leave a little bit of air so he doesn't die. Time. Just a little bit. He and doesn't need... <laughs> Al Capone does not need a lot of air to feel normal. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can put him underwater for an hour and a half and he's fine. He's like a black widow. <laughs> like Rasputin. Fuck. Can't kill him. Yeah, he's a legal Rasputin. Every yeah. time you think you got him, he's just like, I don't know. So he must be shooting the weirdest cum. <laughs> what? Like it's green. effective. Come, he has by like by green. right now. He has one son. He's, he has. He's, that's not effective. He has one son. He's not using condoms, and he's busting in everyone that he's. Fucking. Dude, he's basically coming. Nobody like, in this basement has more than one son. Look, he's I'm ba- just saying he, we he, all understand how making babies work. Imagine you put this. the baby batter in the oven and the bun. Wait, okay, Cody, I'm gonna do a little intervening of this script. As long all as right. I can have more whiskey, of course. At a certain point, in Al Capone's sexual career. <laughs> in fact. By the time he was like 20, yep, his dick was dripping gooey yellow cheese. And it was shot. I forgot about that point. Well, his groin was no, shot. Because he had syphilis from such a young age. Oh, spoilers. Was... Also gonorrhea. That's been undiagnosed. Oh, nice. Now. He's got Ghani, too. So he's got that. Uh, look at Tallulah Bankhead. Um, so you have a man who's on top of a crime syndicate. Typically top. He's tippity, a very top. tippity fucking top. The man has gone absolutely bonko retarded. He was already from dumb. He, yeah, like, think of yeah, it as like an dumb. RPG. You already have like you're already in red health and you're poisoned. Right. <laughs> like it's just it's just yeah. not gonna end well. Right. Four times later. He's doing that. His dick is dripping hot yellow every turn every Every turn every day he's a millionaire so it's like whatever he's a billionaire he he doesn't bother to get it addressed no not a billionaire why would a billionaire care about his dick he doesn't care he's doing it all right this man is absolutely 100% self-diagnosed retarded (laughs) he's a billionaire ripping Dripping. I like he's how you're using that as a defense for his intellect. Not that he was a billionaire. He's a billionaire. So we have a billionaire retard <laughs> whose dick is yeah. constantly oozing. Yeah. Richard like, Branson. Constantly. No. Like he he he's is he is pee mixed mm. with he is pee mixed with his whipped cream sandwiches just coming out of his dick oh, for ten plus years. <laughs> and he never goes. Maybe I should get this checked out. This is pro- to, by yeah. the way. Dumb. Historians aren't sure for good reason, but this is either this is either Chicago syphilis, which is eh, or this is this is Coney Island syphilis, which is oh wait they have right. ranking it's systems for syphilis. So I feel don't... I feel Coney Island syphilis is worse than Chicago syphilis. I mean, so you go on the, you go on the I, cyclone. I'm, I'm getting nods on the couch. You I get... mean, I feel like Coney Island to me, like Coney Island syphilis. Just makes me think of Requiem for a Dream, where that guy loses his fucking leg oh, or whatever, yeah. his arm. Yeah, but- and then like so, basically at this point, Al Capone is like getting double dicked with like a double headed dildo and like crying because he has syphilis. Ass to ass. Yeah, give me ass to ass, ladies. How do you touch Mister Untouchable? Mister has everyone do his dirty work for him, especially in a sea of Italian Americans who adhere to the concept of omerta. Yeah, very what's, important. What's Omerta? Do you know what Omerta is, Tom? I do. If you have an enemy that shares the common idea of Omerta, if you go to war with them, you forgive them if you die. <laughs> like, so, so what I mean, like this guy who was killed before, the dude who was who was shot before. In bought, the floor shop? No, 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 not him. The guy who was killed in the whiskey raid. How he said, I'm, I'm not shot right now. Oh, Frankie. Well, yeah, Gusenberg. yeah. They also played by that game. That's, so yeah, the, that's the why idea Frankie that didn't play. If, if you're at war with someone in these gang uh, times of, of 1920s, 1930s, if you're killed by someone, 
you you personally forgive them. It's business. Yep. What fucking backwater stupid ass Italians do these fucking idiots come from? Oh. Al Capone. Your dad dying uh, because he didn't play ball with Al Capone? Exactly. Right off. Yeah, you didn't do business right. You're dead. Your family should not worry about it. And that's that's, whole, like, that's one no. of the whole things of sending flowers, too. It's like nothing personal, but still right. little fuck you on that's, the side. Exactly. That and, is, and, but, if, but let's say this. You have a brother who's also a gangster. Then he could take it up as a business thing. Right. His, so, reven- his, his revenge is allowed to be business-oriented. Right. It's not allowed to be family-oriented. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to bring this into yeah, the exactly. non-Italian uh, realm of Is anyone of, Italian of reason. here? No, no. All right, cool. But I'm gonna bring this into the non-Italian age of reasoning. So you go to Target. You're gonna go buy some spaghettis, right? Because it's I'm still Italian, so we're gonna buy a little bit of spaghettis. All right, what kind of burrito? And you slip. I like Ferrelli. Someone puked all over the floor. Ferrelli. Whose child? Whose sick child? Some stupid idiot. Anti-vax child. Anti-vax child just puked all over the floor. (laughs) Now you got measles. There's polio (laughs) on the floor. And you slip, and you break your hip on the floor. On the polio puddle. On the polio puddle. But you're vaxxed. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Not but you pol- break you break your hip, right? I'm you worrying about hip. it. Yeah, but you break your hip. I'm not worrying about the polio, but okay. I'm worrying about the hip. So you're going to be like, oh, don't worry about it, Target. All's fair and loving game. No. Game, game and loves. Game Wait, of what are you Thrones. doing? Game of Thrones? Yeah. Not to single you out, but between... Cody between you and me, and yeah. Mike between you and me. Uh-huh. Uh, Travis has no idea what he's talking about. No, I do know what I'm talking mm, about. You lost me. You're not going to be like, hey, don't worry. My honor is on target. Look, have uh, have some Aunt Annie's burritos <laughs> on the yeah. house. It's Target's fault. Don't worry. Someone will connect with me on the other end of this podcast, and you guys will be like, well, Travis is the smartest one on this show. I don't you guys know. are all dumb. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I usually like when you laugh at your own jokes, use, but that one doesn't work. Use the target analogy, bro. Any, any, anything can be used as the target analogy. The target analogy. Yeah. Right. Tom, <laughs> you laid that magnificently, but I'm going to lay Fuck what you. I found Yeah, down. give a quick sum up on Almerta what I just said and what he did literally say. translates to manhood. It's essentially saying it's a code that means you quietly take care of your own problems. Like... You don't need to call a lawyer. You don't need to call the police. Yeah, you if don't you're need a to man, call a lawyer if you're yeah. a fucking target. You if you're should, a man, though. you take care of this yourself if you're a man. No lawyers, no cops involved. Mm-hmm. And that that engenders like a whole code of silence inadvertently. You know what I mean? It's like no one's talking because right. of omerta. Be- a- out of fear of masculinity. Oh, you called the police? That means you couldn't solve this by yourself. That means you are... Not a fucking man. You're dead. We can't do business. It's basically with you just some. You don't have a dick. Yeah. No, it's basically some idiot just going. You're gay. <laughs> not gay. Yo, you're no, not. No, no, you're no. Not. But that's. But no, no. You think about these stupid idiots that are like, you know, in the Jersey Shore. Like, dude, you're gay. Like, what are you? What are you not punching that kid in the face? You're gay. Cody, let's go some more. Sabaros is waiting for us. We got to deliver this <laughs> episode right, any minute up. now. Tom is just, yeah. is just eyeballing me. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Shut Cody up, Travis. Sabaro is in I see you wearing a nice shirt. It's real loud. But maybe Cody needs to be louder. All right. Amy, how are you? Don't worry. I'm not going to talk the rest of the episode. Travis is done now. <laughs> Peace. Sabar- Hi, I'm Travis. You can follow me at TravisLegion.com. And Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Okay. <laughs> Italian Americans are following the code of Amorta, which engenders uh, uh, don't snitch, kind of. Don't fuck up, Cody. Hold on. <laughs> it engenders a, snow, uh, a no snitch attitude. 
in the community. Um, the Irish fuckers are doing essentially the same thing, just, you know, the Irish version of it. And the police, half of, more than half of them are on the take. So okay. how do you, how do you, how do you fucking hit Capone with anything legal? I don't know. Just tell us before ooh, Travis ooh. changes his mind. Tax evasion, oh. motherfuckers. Of course he's too stupid to, you know, have his books straight. Oh, of course. He can't carry a two. Look at him. Look at his bald, syphilitic, shiny head. You guys should go to TurboTax.com. Don't. It, it's so useful, but we're not currently sponsored. By I, I didn't say anything. You hit him with tax <laughs> evasion, 1924 and 1929. Between those two dates, Al Capone evaded $215,000 worth of taxes. That's enough Uncle Sam to care. Hey, that, that's less than what put Wesley Snipes in jail. Oh, my God. DMX, boy. Oh, DMX. He's free. He's no, com- no comment. <laughs> he's free. he's got he's he's not he's not in right as of this recording. Al Capone got hit with twenty two counts of evasion in October of nineteen thirty one, and also he got hit with five k five thousand violations of U.S. prohibition laws. He was on the drinky when he wasn't supposed to be. That's a lot of times to be drinking. Travis, do you have anything to say about that? <sighs> <laughs> no. What, are you constipated <laughs> from the throat or something now? I told you I'm not going to interrupt the story anymore. Keep going, Cody. I'm learning. Al Capone, the fucking idiot he is, decides to hire his criminal attorney for a case that involves tax law. Now, how do you think? Just because he was familiar. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, well, I know you. You're good in the court things. You went to school. I understand. You went to school for more than I did. More than past fifteen years old, Mike. I need you to. I need you to fill some silence. I'm dealing some with silence. right now. Wait, are you guys missing me no, a no, little no, bit? No, no, no. Okay, right. get stay in the oh, corner. Over- get in the corner. Stuart Travis does. Talks about talk about sabaros, egg, egg rolls, egg rolls. Come on. Fucking get close to the Was fucking it, mic, you asshole! How close do I have to be? You gotta like touch your face. It's to not it. French kissing, but it's just like mm, I, I'm on I'm on your labia, like that type of mentality. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm saving the podcast. But keep going. Um, should All right, Cody. do your taxes? <laughs> yeah, right? That's the <laughs> only reason. That's the only reason, Mike. This kingpin fell is because he he was too dumb to carry the one on his taxes. That's a bad downfall. Ones. You know what I mean? I would make sure I would have someone in my posse that can carry a one. It's important, right, Mike? It is important. Mike, can I can I be the motherfucker in your group to carry a one for you? If you want to. I love you. There you go. Love you too. Take this me with you. This is fucking weird. Travis, can you please shut up? Open I'm doing mouth. a thing. I'm we'd be doing trust falls if there wasn't a table in front Imagine of us. Imagine if this is like alternate history right now. It if is. Travis never existed. Keep going. Is this a shtick you're gonna carry to the end? Uh maybe. Okay. Al Capone idiotically hires a criminal attorney for his tax evasion law. Doesn't go well. It bombs. The charges stick. His reign as a crime boss officially ends at age 33. Like Jesus. Wow. The Italian Jesus. Right? It's amazing. Perfect. When did... Never mind. I was going to talk about a Papa John, but I know we're not really dealing with that franchise anymore. <coughs> Travis, you want to weigh in on anything? You want to weigh in on anything? No comment. Okay. <laughs> I was going to throw this bit to Travis. Are you sure you don't want it? Who's that? 
I don't know. Tom, hey, how are you doing? Hey, man, I'm I'm uh, Travis's tall friend. Hey, so after tax evasion, he naturally went to jail. A penitentiary in Pennsylvania, if you get it. <laughs> oh, pen, pen, double Funny. pen. Yeah, yes. you, you got to pay taxes so we can build that wall. You know? Don't want no pen, pen after not paying taxes. <laughs> That's right. The federal government will. That's right. Travis, you want to weigh in on anything or chime in? Uh, don't worry about me. Okay, you stay over there. Okay, uh, what, what were you going to uh, Imagine if this is uh, an episode of, uh, what's that Christmas movie? <laughs> I'm still drunk. Uh, <laughs> what's that Christmas movie? Die Hard. No, the one where the guy tries to kill himself and then he, he does it. It's a wonderful life. Scrooge. It's a wonderful oh, life. So wonderful so life. Travis is going to be um, Jimmy Stewart. Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. So Travis Q-Lory. is Jimmy Stewart right now. While I'm not here, right. though. He's not here. And he's going to see how how much he brings, how much joy he brings to the table. <laughs> yeah. Without us being involved. How, right. how his brother died in that accident. And then he couldn't. Good. His brother didn't save the naval ship, which was just keep going. Twelve hundred. Keep going. Shut up, Tom. Good men. Just keep going, Tom. <laughs> I would like you to paint a picture of Al Capone's Pennsylvania penitentiary cell, if you don't mind. Oh, I would love. There to. There you go. All right, let me take a look. Oh, it seems like a, a cozy little. It looks like the inside of a yodel. That's perfectly furnished what? for reading and writing. Right, there's a typewriter. Yeah, we got a typewriter. We got a uh, oh, that that's a Tiffany lamp. Did you like that? There's two. I, actually, I, no, there's, there's two, one in the back. Yeah. There's two Tiffany lamps. Wow, tremendous. Uh, he's got an AM FM radio. Oh, freak! In the back, there looks like a, a a plastic plant. One piece of artwork. I'm not sure of the artist, but um, Picasso. Not. It's a great secretary he's got for writing right there. Wow, this is a quite a yodel. Cozy, yeah, cozy as fuck. That very warm. secretary, uh, Mike. Mike, look well, at it. Why don't you look, look at Mike, it, Mike? Why don't you look? Because you're the only other person on this podcast at the moment. <laughs> um, that's just a ghost. Don't worry about it. It looks pretty nice. It looks like a really shitty apartment, though, kind of. But it's in a jail cell. So just put the... Mike, why, why did you it say anything? Like, <laughs> it, it looks like Bed-Stuy, like right? Table and shit. Yeah, Bed-Stuy. It looks yeah. like... Travis, does this look like Bed-Stuy? Travis isn't here anymore. Travis? <laughs> this is the worst bit we've ever done that no, I'm, just, I'm, I'm all I'm, for I'm, it. I'm committing, dude. I'm, Get off your I'm phone! A, I'm a ghost! Get off your phone! I'm not on my fucking phone. I'm a ghost. Yeah, so that's you, not such a bad place to eat salami. Yes, it's a what very. What if I was never born? <laughs> it's a very furnished and cozy jail cell, <laughs> complete with lampshades, typewriter, easy chair, and uh, duvet cover. So you can imagine your boy Al Capone is receiving special elite treatment and acting like an uptight fucking brat that didn't do any more podcast. Oh, wow. So do you think with his little secretary... Ooh, you're an asshole! <laughs> Stop peeking! So do you think that with his uh, many years in prison, he was able to figure out how to write thanks? And then I'm all sure. of his fan, sure. fan letters he got in, he's like, excuse me, Mr. Scarboy, I like yeah, how Scarboy. you did soup. And then he would write a letter back, thanks. Thank you, Shane. Yeah, thank you, Shane. So, how did this idiot die? We're not, th- we're not quite there yet. His, 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 his what if he? What if this idiot was Jesus never Christ. born? <laughs> we wouldn't have an episode, what if, you little. What if he was never born, though? 
His special. Oh, sorry, Abby. No, that was a ghost. Right. In. His special tre- ghosts <laughs> are silent. His special treatment gets his ass moved to Alcatraz. That's right, The Rock. Is that on the West Coast? San Fran, baby. Yeah, that's tight. There's a lot of good places to skate there, according to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. No, 4, excuse me. The people's <laughs> Where'd the whiskey go? Uh, yeah, well, we gotta up the drinking whenever there's a ghost in the room. Always. <laughs> he gets moved to Alcatraz <laughs> because he's bribing Pennsylvanian guards so much and getting coziness in his cell. That's not fair. That's an HR issue, not Al Capone's fault, right? Right, Mike? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. He gets moved to Alcatraz. He gets another cool nickname. Why would you want to go there, though? It's on a... You can't escape from He doesn't there. have a choice. I feel like you... Like, probably want a bigger escape. room, Mike. Yeah. He gets he gets shoved in there because like he's bribing non-Alcatraz guards. So they're like, all right, you go try and bribe an Alcatraz Shit. guard now, and he can't. So he gets moved to Alcatraz. He gets another fucking cool-ass nickname. Inmate 85. That just seems like his number. Yeah. Well, there was a cool thing about Inmate 85. Inmate 85 was the only non-violent criminal on Alcatraz because Al Capone was in for tax evasion. Oh, okay. So you can imagine like the whole discussion like, what are you in for? Arson? What are you in for? Raping Ottomans? Like, what are you in for? Technically not violent, Cody. To the Ottoman. A goat? (laughs) Neither of which are violent. Okay, Cody, he's in Alcatraz. So how does this man die, though? Oh, my God. (laughs) The syphilis catches up to his dumb, stupid brain, unfortunately. Oh, wow. It does get him a free pass off Alcatraz, however, because the syphilis reverts him to the mind of a sixth grader. So, yes, he is smarter than a fifth grader. So you're telling me this man, what year was this? That's why he's like stupid now. He's very stupid, Mike. Let's say, Let's say it's 1940s. So 1940s, he be, he's the first guy to really start playing Fortnite. And flossing. So. Right. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Very interesting. Are you going to do anything for the rest of the episode? All right, just stop it. Come you back. could be replaced this, by this a soundboard done. at this point. No, no, you guys have Can we Bruce lesson. Willie you? What lesson do, was people. I supposed to learn? Just tell me the lesson. Finish the episode. How is your week, Travis? I'm trying to be Jesus. God damn it. All right. It's not working. Just hang out with us. (laughs) Until you want to be Jesus and then go back. All right. I'm back. Guess what? I saved you all from your sins. Thank you. Much appreciado. We're talking about Fortnite and Al Capone. So uh, Al Capone, Cape Cape One is flossing right now. Very good. All right. Cool. So Cody, he dies. From, from being a child? Of dumb syphilis in his head. Uh, regresses to that of a sixth grader, seventh grader. Or a man with almonds for brains. And it takes so, a lot of water. Yes. Well, he never went mm, to a doctor this whole time? Nope. Too proud. He's a, fu- he's a fucking billionaire? Too proud, motherfucker. <laughs> He'd rather spend his money on the golf courses betting on dumb jackass stunts. That's Let's right. See. Mike, Mike. The billionaires that you stick up for, some of them die. They're, they're remember Steve and Jobs? Dirtbag. He died because he's a dumb idiot. Dude, do you remember? Uh, you remember a guy named uh, Jeff Bezos? He's alive. Yeah. He's alive. But we were going to be recording on a round table today. Oh yeah, but, but Jeff, but, but Jeff 
was like, hey, guess what? Your round table is going to come on Friday. Not today. And today's Friday. And, and it was like, hey, guess what? I'm Jeff Bozos. coming tomorrow. He texted me. So he fucked us. So, like, yep. Amazon, give us money. Because he fucked yeah. us. Yeah. I'm a lawyer now. Look at it. That's how I died. You were guys. You guys were like, I'm not a lawyer, but like I am a lawyer. Oh, so, so you, you've respawned. It's like if I wasn't born, but now you guys need me again. You need welcome, this round table. Welcome. So the moral of the story is I pulled the sword out of the stone. And uh, the moral what? of the story is Al Capone is no longer a threat to society. Thank God. <laughs> and so, he's let out of jail. All right. Yeah, parole. he's just Woo. sick. He's going to die all stupid and dumb. Yeah. Look at that idiot die. January 21st, 1947. Al Capone had a stroke, regained consciousness shortly, but contracted pneumonia in his coalescence. Not coalescence. Covalescence. I think that's the word. And then shortly after that, on January 22nd, suffered a heart attack, losing consciousness, and on January 25th, finally died in his home, surrounded by his Familia. So he died like a pig. Surrounded <laughs> by the ones he loved. Well, wow, that's amazing. Uh, well, at least he couldn't snitch on syphilis. Oh, Marta. You, yeah. can't, you don't, ha- yeah. don't tell what happened to your dick. So, well, like, could you guys imagine if Al Capone was never born? Uh, stop this stop positing a, that. That, that. That undermines the entire episode. No, I'm not I'm trying to undermine, though. Like, because he, <laughs> he did some things. He did soup kitchens. So imagine if he was never born. What if he never got syphilis? And you just couldn't get free soup. Yeah. What if soup? Don't be stupid. What if soup was always free? What if you went to a supermarket and they were like, oh, <laughs> you know, I want to buy soup. It's just like, well, it's free. You just take it. Hey, man. Plain soup whatever. comes out of the tap. Yeah, man. That's right. Wow. That's right. Soup out of the tap? Plain soup. It's, it's, it's. No, that's you gotta just add water. Stuff you got to add shit in there. You got to, like, put some bullion. Well, you got to back to the store. Yeah, so basically. Bullion and egg. He was an idiot on the degrade. Ever since he was on the twenties, so he was like, "I'm already this smart. Hope I get smart." And he didn't. Yeah, guess right. what? I got cut in the face, but I got a fucking junk disease that'll <laughs> fucking kill me. I read a phone number today. I'm going to be much smarter. Stupid. Also, got shot in the junk. Yeah, by himself. Amazing. A really well, you know, amazing story you've brought here, Cody. Yes, was historic. <laughs> Al Capone wrote it. I mean, oh, I always he thought, lived it, sir. Oh, he, yeah, <laughs> he was always a shit bag, but I didn't know how dumb he was. He wasn't. Idiot shitbag, which is what I want to drive home the same way he drove his drunken nine iron down the course. Into a many, many whores. Yeah, and any of you 18 year olds, there was just just concubines agape on the green. Thank you for that imagery, Travis. Any of you 18 year old Long Island boys who think that being a gangster like Al Capone is cool. Just do more whippets, like way more, yeah. dude. Yeah, what? try it in real hey. life, Trevor. Come on, I dare you. Yeah, do it. Yeah. It's gonna be real cool. I rock Z's. Let's go. Slancha. How yeah. are you? So thanks for bringing that in, Cody. Uh, no problem. I had I a lot of fun. Uh, I miss my friend Travis because he's no longer with us. He can be on an episode next. Yeah, you can find me at Saunched S A U N T C H T. Cody, where can we find you? You can find my ass on Twitter at Cody McCann C O D Y M Double C A Double N. Mike, where can I find you? Uh, MikeRegan.com. And if there was a ghost to tell us where uh, our friend Travis is someday, where is he? With two E's at (laughs) TravisLegion at Gmail. Uh, I mean, Twitter.
Really? You can find us collectively at Roast Mortem Cast on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Gmail. And, uh, we got a Gmail. You can shoot us an email. And also, give me a Patreon. Yeah, give me it. Yeah, we got a Patreon now. Which Holy means shit! That was the devil of Christmas past. You can help us buy the roses what? for Travis's grave through our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Roast Mortem Cast. And thank you, Shane, for listening. Yeah. Thank. Thank you, Shane. This is a, <laughs> wait, hold on. Anal Yeah. Anal vice. Anal 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 Get us out. You're a ghost. You're dead. Yeah, well, that's my... That's my. That's, that's how my, you haunt fuckers? I haunt fuckers. I'm like, give me that anal vice. The best thing about ghosts is that they're real catchy. I don't want my dick in an anal vice. Oh, <laughs> my